episode 33. Hello, 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 everybody. It is good to be back. It's been a little while. Took some time off work, spent it with the family, didn't get a chance to record an episode. So we're going to get right after episode 33. Today, I wanted to talk to you about Bitcoin, um, rather cryptocurrency, excuse me. We're not going to talk about just Bitcoin, but in general, cryptocurrency, my thoughts about it, and if I think it's a good investment. Before we really dive in deep, um, I do want to say, if you haven't visited the website, www.millennialecon.com, there's a ton of great information about buying your first home, becoming financially successful in 2021, um, gosh, investing for beginners, tons of stuff there. Um, I would highly encourage you to visit the website. You can also subscribe to the newsletter there where you will get a breakdown about every two to three weeks of exactly what we're doing here at Millennial Economics, new article post, new podcast directly to your inbox, and I promise I won't flood um, flood your inbox with, uh, with updates there. Um, if you're interested in the various products and services that I talk about on the podcast, in the show notes, there are referral links. Um, and not only does it help me out and support the podcast, but it also incentivizes you. Um, so if you're gonna, you know, if you're interested in a high yield savings account, you can sign up with Yada Savings if if that kind of floats your boat, um, and you get some extra tickets into the drawing for that week. Or you can open an open an Acorns account and get five dollars for free. Or um, there's just some various things down there. So if you'd like to look below in the show notes, um, there's some goodies down there for you. Uh, but let's get right into it. So I want to preface this with I am not a cryptocurrency expert by any means. Um, I'm somebody that kind of nerds out about various things. And so I have watched several documentaries. I've watched many, many um, YouTube videos and YouTube tutorials. Um, I have a general theory about cryptocurrency. um, And I think I have a decent, maybe beginner to intermediate level understanding of what it is. Um, And so I'm going to talk about that and my thoughts, and then kind of what my plans are for cryptocurrency moving forward with my investment strategy. So Essentially, what a crypto, what cryptocurrency is, and I really, I, I don't want to get too far into the weeds because there's a lot of technical pieces to it. But as far as I understand, um, it is it is simply a a currency that can be traded for goods and services um, or exchanged on an exchange, uh, much like stocks can be, um, for different things. So it could be um, sold for cash. It could be uh, traded for other cryptocurrencies. So maybe you want to trade Bitcoin for Ethereum um, or what have you. Um, but but really what cryptocurrency is, it's a digital currency that's validated by the blockchain um, That's and it's decentralized and not connected to any government. Okay, so really that's what it is. Um, it can seem a little scary because we're so used to the currencies that we have, um, paper dollars and coins and what have you. And so a lot of people that I've talked to about cryptocurrency say, well, I don't believe in that because it doesn't hold any, it doesn't hold any value. You know, who, who says that it, it, it's worth what it is. And the thing that I like to let people know is that's what our, our U S dollar and speaking for people listening in the U S that's what our U S dollar truly is as well. Um, it's not backed by gold any longer. It's not backed by an actual asset. It has value because our government says it's ha- it has value, and it has value because we, the people, the citizens of the country, say it has value. 
So if one day everybody or a lot of people, a good majority of people decided that the dollar didn't hold any value anymore, all of a sudden it would hold no value. You know, if you were going to look to buy a car and that dealership said, your dollar doesn't work here anymore, you can't buy a vehicle. You know, maybe they say that um, books, <laughs> looking around my room, um, books are the new currency. So you can pay me with, you know, a truckload full of books, but you cannot pay me with dollars, all of a sudden books will become much, much more valuable, right? Simply because somebody said so. Now, it usually takes a collective for a currency to, to take, right? So a bunch of people have to say this has value, and that's what's happening with cryptocurrency. Um, to take it a step further, if you think about our currency, how many people listening actually carry dollar bills in their wallet anymore. Not many people. I don't pay many, many, many of the things that I buy on a daily, weekly, monthly basis with dollars. I do it with a computer. And that computer sends code over to another computer. And it tells that computer that I just paid my mortgage. Right? And that's all done with technology, zeros and ones inside of a computer. So if you really dig deep and think about cryptocurrency, it, it honestly isn't as different than the, the currency that we are using now, other than it's not backed by an actual government, it's decentralized. And it holds value only because the people that are trading it and using it say it holds value. So I just wanted to start off there. What really intrigues me about cryptocurrency is that it gives access to trade with people anywhere in the world. And this is why I think it has legs. Because if I want to trade with somebody in... France right now, um, it takes a long time to transfer money, to trade, you know, convert my currency. Um, if I want to trade with somebody in rural Africa right now, I don't have really that option at the moment. Um, many people in the third world countries don't even have access to bank accounts still, okay? So in, in my head and kind of what I'm learning from, uh, learning from the documentary, documentaries that I've been watching is that Cryptocurrencies can allow a broad, broad range of people that currently don't have access to exchanging currencies, exchanging and, and trading with other people around the world that, that don't have access to that. It gives them access as long as they have an internet connection. And to me, that's incredibly powerful. So when I'm able to do commerce with somebody in rural South America or in rural Africa, as easy as I can trade with somebody that um, the, the grocery store for, for food with my debit card, I think that's incredibly intriguing. And I think that's really why cryptocurrency is, is going to have some legs here. Um, there's also a lot of things that it gets around in terms of fees and the, our banking system. Um, it gives a lot more power to the people. Uh, it, it's decentralized. It is, it is a people's currency. Um, and I think that's very cool as well. Um, but the big intriguing part is, to me, is that we already trade in digital currency now, so it's not that abnormal of a concept um, or that foreign of a concept, I, I guess you could say, and it gives access for people to do commerce with each other around the world globally very, very quickly and very securely, okay? There are some things you have to look out for with cryptocurrency, um, one of them being it's very, very volatile, 
um, there's not a lot of, so right now people are trading it back and forth and it has value because it, it has trade value, but it doesn't really have value in the terms of you can go buy a vehicle with cryptocurrency yet. There are some merchants that are accepting various cryptocurrencies, but it's not widespread. I can't go down and, and get gasoline with my cryptocurrency. I can't go buy groceries with my cryptocurrency. I can't go pay my mortgage with the cryptocurrency. I do think that there will be a day that we can. This is speculation from me based off of the things that I just I mentioned to you, but that's not where we're at right now. Okay, so there's a lot of volatility. I mean, cryptocurrency could be Bitcoin. Um, even some of the the smaller um, Dogecoin is is a big one that people are talking about right now. Um, can can jump three hundred percent in in value in in two days, right? Um, our currencies don't do that; they're much more stable. Um, but cryptocurrency is still in its infancy, even though it's been around for a while. And so, it's definitely something that if you're looking to invest in, in my opinion, you do it in moderation and you do it with money that you are okay losing at the end of the day. So I would not advise somebody to make 100% of their investment money allocation each month be to cryptocurrencies. Um, I, would, I, would, I would diversify, and I would, have, I would advise myself, I guess I should say. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a financial professional. But what I tell myself is you know, maybe I can allocate a small percentage each month to what I am investing in various things and invest it into cryptocurrency. Because again, I do think it has legs. So that's my opinion of cryptocurrency. Um, I would highly encourage you. There are there are many great documentaries on YouTube. Um, I believe I searched Bitcoin documentary or cryptocurrency documentary. Um, but I would highly encourage you to do some research. Really dig in. Um, watch some YouTube videos. Learn a little bit more about what it is and develop your own opinion about it. But I do think that there will be longevity with it. I don't particularly know what that looks like. So what my plan is, is kind of what I referenced before. I'm going to invest in cryptocurrency starting in a couple days, a small percentage of what I'm already investing. Um, and I'm talking 5% or less of what I'm investing into stocks and ETFs, index funds, and into the market, all of that. I'm going to take, I think, 5% of my allocation and start investing it into, into cryptocurrencies. Which cryptocurrencies? Well, some of the major players, Bitcoin, Ethereum, are the two most popular. Um, but even some of the smaller ones, because there's a lot of upside with those. So Dogecoin is one that um, kind of uh, uh, became very popular over the past few weeks because it's skyrocketing in value. And we're not talking thousands and thousands of dollars, but it's going from you know pennies to dollar. <laughs> but that's a big increase, 100%. Um, I think some people have seen 200% increases. Don't quote me on that. But I know that there's been a, a ton of growth there. And that's what you get when you become an early adopter of some of these currencies. And that, that's why I do think that some of this more speculative investing um, has a place in a well-balanced portfolio because you can lose a lot but you can also gain a lot. And there's there's a place in my portfolio right now for that type of volatility, but because I am a more conservative investor, there's not a large place in my portfolio for that type of volatility. So I'm gonna go into it very easy. I'm not gonna try to win the lottery. And I think that's the temptation with a lot of people is, as we saw with GameStop a few months ago, a few weeks ago, 
is everybody saw it going crazy and they wanted to win the lottery and so they threw tons of cash into it and all of a sudden they lost it all because that's exactly what they were doing. They were, they were being speculative investors. They lost a lot of money. I think the same thing is happening with Dogecoin right now as they see the success stories and the success stories might be you know, a handful of people and they want to be one of those handful of people so they play the lottery and throw a bunch of money in there. They may have a chance to lose a lot of money as well. Right, so I want to play a longer game. I want to play a game that's a little bit more reserved, um, and that's kind of my plan. So, it's going to be exciting. Um, I'm doing some research on what platform I want to purchase Bitcoin on, um, what platform I want to store my Bitcoin, and how I want to do that. There's so many, so many options. Whether you store it in a brokerage, which is a little bit higher risk, um, because if you lose your Bitcoin, you lose it. It's not backed by anything. It's not insured. So if you lose your Bitcoin, it's gone. Um, there are Brokerages you can store it from what I've I've researched. There are um, um, online wallets where you can store it. Um, that's a little bit more secure. And then there's what there, it's called cold storage, where you're actually storing it on a physical device that you have to keep <laughs> very secure. Um, because there have been stories where either people have lost their physical wallet, right, their physical device where they're storing their Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, I should say, or forgot a password and to get into somewhere and, and lost their Bitcoin completely. It's gone. You cannot access it. If you lose access to it, it's gone forever because, again, it is, it is a decentralized currency that is not insured by, by any institution. So, it again, this speculative, um, a little bit riskier of an investment, right? If for some reason your local bank with your, your savings account got hacked and all the money was gone, well, it's insured by the federal government. Um, and so you, you have that safety when you're investing in, in currencies that are backed by governments. When it's a decentralized currency, you run that risk. So those are my plans. Um, I'm really excited to get into it. I will continue giving you updates as I, I learn from failure and hopefully successes and, and maybe even give you some insight into possibly where I'm, what I'm using to, to purchase um, cryptocurrencies, which cryptocurrencies I'm interested in and, and investing in. Um, I'll, I'll kind of take you on that journey with me. So um, hopefully you learned a little bit. I would highly encourage you to take a deeper dive with documentaries and books and articles. There's a lot of content out there about this right now. And if it seems like cryptocurrency has a place in your investment portfolio, um, I hope you have the best of luck. And if you have any successes or any losses or any questions or want an update, you can always reach me by email at contactmillennialecon.com or shoot me a message on Facebook. All right. Well, we will talk to you soon.